Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, hello. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome and welcome back. Hope your day is going well. Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three, testing. Hold on. I'm just trying to test the mic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Not sure if the mic was being a pain in the butt, <laughs> but um, everything is well. So um, like I said, I hope your day is going well and I hope that you are enjoying your Shabbat. Um, I don't really have any announcements. Um, well, I can say this. It's not really an announcement, but it's more like an FYI. Um, I've been having a very um, eventful few weeks. Um, and in those few weeks, I've been trying to get things together, but people have been in and out of my house and in and out of my office. And it's really putting um, a halt to the things that I was working on. Um, while I'm in this office alone, I can get things done, but while I'm entertaining and, you know, even sometimes when my husband's in here, I could just do whatever. Cause he works from home sometimes. So I could do whatever, but when I'm alone, I can get more done. So I'm a few weeks behind on lessons that I should have put together or um, stuff that I had to put a halt to until I can come back to it. So just want you to know I'm running behind a little bit and um, usually I'll make an announcement of when a lesson is going to come out and I should have had this particular lesson out already, which I wanted to have because there's two vital lessons that need to be done, but um we're just going to have to hold on a bit. So um, I will be doing like simple lessons until I put this um, lesson and complete it. I mean, it's there, but it needs to be completed. So once it's completed, then I could talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just saying I'm a couple of weeks behind. It's been very, um, like I said, eventful. So uh, forgive me. I've been exhausted and I mean, totally exhausted. So I'm trying to get back in this um into the swing of things and forgive me if I feel uh, or if it seems like I'm off. Okay. All right. So that's that. Um, what I want to say is um, we are on the last three um, chapters of second Shemuel and um, that was very eventful. <laughs> it's not the end of David, but it is the um, end of um, this Shemuel 
So um, after that, we're going to get into the Kings. I already told you that, um, you know, they had one first Shemuel, second Shemuel, and then they started with the Kings. But um, originally it was all Kings. We would have been on um, three Kings or third Kings or whatever you want to call it. We would have been on the third book of the Kings had they not um, broke it down. Um, so I want to tell you the following, um, in the following weeks, we will be in Kings. So, um, you know, you just want to, um, brace yourself for that. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to cliff note it or if I'm going to just read it out. You have the gist of what the Kings have been doing. And I want to say this before we get into the lesson, it's important to note that the children of Israel didn't listen from the beginning. They never listened to what the Most High said in Exodus. They didn't want to hear his voice directly. So they didn't have, they didn't even need a king. They had the Most High with them. The Most High was talking to them. They didn't want to listen to the Most High. The Most High put the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands in. They didn't want to listen to that. They were stiff necked. They refused to listen. The Most High was practically, I'm not going to say begging them, but it was like a child in a, and a um and a grown up just trying to get the kids to do what they supposed to do this is why the children's blessing went to the gentiles because of insubordination this is what i mean when i say people don't have real faith because if they did we wouldn't be in this situation this is why the most high said all has fallen short the children of israel they was the ones who were supposed to have faith first but they never had it okay only the prophets and um and the uh, the uh, 12 um, children of um, Yasharel and um, Abraham and Isaac. Those are the only ones. Those are the only ones. So where is it that you could just stop and just have faith? They never had faith from the beginning. This is what I'm trying to say. This is why that contract stands with the um, with the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands until the end of things, because the Most High already know that they're gonna go in and out. He already knows that only a remnant of His children is gonna listen. Everybody else is gonna be a knucklehead. That's why the Most High said He's gonna be getting rid of the rebels. Number one, He said that He's gonna take the blessing off the children and He's gonna put it on the Gentiles, and that's what He did to make them jealous. And why is this? No faith and insubordination, period. Old Testament, New Testament, the Most High is saying, listen to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. My Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands are not going to go away until this heaven and earth passes away. There's a reason why all this stuff is happening, okay? I'm just saying this to say, have your faith with your works according to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. And I hope that this is clear to you when I say it, because reading the scriptures in the Old Testament and the New Testament, it says to listen to the laws. And then it says, listen to um, um, that the Most High gives gra his grace and mercy, because he already know people ain't going to listen to the laws. He already knew his children wasn't going to listen to the laws. That's why he went to the Gentiles. I mean, it's clear as day in the scriptures. And I'm going to tell you what, um, until heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or tittle from all the prophecy will be done. And it hasn't been finished yet. I say that to say, 
you are seeing firsthand when I read these or even when I cliff noted how the children didn't listen. I mean, if you if you don't understand that, I don't know what else to do for you. They're not listening. They haven't listened. This is why today you can walk down the street. Somebody can walk down the street and shoot somebody or go on a train and just kill them for no reason and nobody do nothing. Okay. And this is in New York City. I'm talking about New York City because that's where I'm from. But um, yeah, every time you turn around, somebody is getting killed for no reason. Honestly, if you ain't killing one another, and that's a whole different story with the children of Israel. We already know they don't listen because the curses are following them. This is why they can't stand one another. Even their own brethren says, Yahuda, if you ever read or listened or meditated on the testament of Yahuda, you will know why the children of Yahuda is acting the way they are. He's spelling it out in clear, straight up clear English. Well, you know, it's been um, translated in English, but he's it's as clear as day. If you meditate on it, hear it or listen to it or read it, I would suggest you read it so that you can um, understand what's being said. Um, Yahuda who is the fourth son of um, Yaakov, who is Israel, tells you plainly and straight out that your brethren is going to be a bunch of pack of wolves. That's how they're going to act toward each other. They're going to act like sea uh, creatures. They're going to just go ham. And that's what they're doing. Now, I already understand, and I, I hope you understand by listening to these lessons that the children of Israel is already messed up because the curses are following them because of insubordination. This is our problem. We don't listen to nobody. We don't listen to nobody since the beginning. We didn't listen. This is why the Gentiles um, are uh, honorary flock. Mm -hmm. This is the problem. Everybody's puffed up. Everybody swear they know everything. Nobody's humble. Nobody. Where is it that there's humility? If there was, we wouldn't be in this. Remember, the Most High said, for my children who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways and repent. Do you see anybody doing that? Do you see anybody who has faith of a mustard seed that can move a mountain into the sea or dry up the, a, a tree, a fig tree? Antibody. Antibody. No. Okay, you got to be really puffed up to believe in your heart that you better than somebody else or you more holier or you sanctified and whatever else they say. And I know what they say. I'm just saying whatever else they say because it's hogwash. Everybody has fallen short of the most high. And you will know and continue to understand as we continue to go through this Bible. So know that the first thing we should do as children of Israel and the second flock is to humble yourself. When you're able to humble yourself, you're able to listen to people. When you're able to humble yourself, you're able to self-reflect. Uh, when you're able to humble yourself, and this is everybody collectively, you're able to go to those people and confess your sins. There's no way in the world you could confess your sins to somebody who's a heathen, because guess what they're going to do? They're going to use what you got against you. This is what people need to put on a thinking cap. And this is what people need to um, be in spiritual understanding, not carnal understanding, spiritual understanding, because there's no way in the world you're going to confess your sins to somebody who probably sinned worse than you. What they're going to do is hold it in their mind and wait for a good opportune time to either gossip about you or use it as ammunition um, against you. 
but not the humble people in the most high. Humble people understand that. And those who are going to the next life, they're going to have all of that. They're going to have the humility. They're going to have the faith. They're going to have all that inside them. That's what Yeshua, uh, Yeshua and the most high says, who Yeshua is the most high in the flesh. Just saying, but this is what the most high says. That's what you got to understand with an active spiritual ear. Not with a carnal ear that thinks they know what this these scriptures say. You need a active spiritual ear. And the only one who can give you that is the Ruach. And this comes with humility. It's like a circle, a double-edged sword. Uh, practice humility, everybody. All this um, haughtiness and all this being um, um, arrogant, um, just being buttholes. I mean, it's not going to get you nowhere. We all supposed to be in this together. So we all should stop having thin skin. We should all understand that if somebody's reprimanding you, if somebody's doing something, if somebody's admonishing you, just like it says in the scriptures, they doing it out of love and respect. They're not disrespecting you by calling you out your name or nothing like that. Honey, I'm from New York, baby. I understand when somebody's calling me out my name and, and being smart with the mouth. Okay. I'm a typical New Yorker. I already told you I am not the average uh, 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 minister. Uh-uh, honey. I can move my neck just like the rest of them. Okay. I can snap and go ham just like everybody else. I understand who I could be. But I focus on who I need to be. That's what people need to understand. That's why I say I'm always ready, honey. It's like a reflex with me, baby. Give me a smack and I'll smack you back. I'm just saying. I got to work on myself just like everybody got to work on themselves. The difference between me and them is, or me and the typical person is, the most high is working with me. I understand that and I know that. I would not be able to tell you this if I wasn't walking in it myself. Okay, I know it's not easy, but it's not impossible. And I say that to say, we got to work on ourselves every day. This is a life walk. This is not just something you just waking up. Oh, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to stick to that. That is not even realistic. So I'm just saying that to say, as we keep moving on, we're going to, uh, we're going to see how haughty and stiff neck and arrogant and um, ignorant, ignorant as in not knowing sometimes and knowing, but still doing whatever you want to do, which is senseless, AKA stupid. So um, we're going to see firsthand how the children of Israel are. Now I'm not saying the children of Israel are straight up devils. They not, they ch the children of the most high, but they don't listen to that. That's why the Most High is putting everybody, um, giving people in the children of Israel, Jacob's trouble. Okay. Because Jacob is definitely having some trouble here, even though his name is Yaakov. Those who know the Jacob by the J, even though 500 years ago, there wasn't no J. But um, those who know, quote unquote, Jacob, Jacob's kids, they've been getting in trouble for hundreds of years. Yeah. So the most high is putting them through the ringer, but we are still in the beginning. So you see with the Kings and as a King, you're supposed to be an example to your people. We are on David. Now, David knows how to run a kingdom, but he damn sure don't know how to run his own house. And since he did what he did a couple of weeks ago, the most high said, there's going to be uh, some uh, turbulence in your household. And it has been with his children and everything, because David refuses to be the father that he needs to be. 
but he sure can't rule a kingdom though. Just saying. And this is where the dysfunction is uh, with David and with all of us as the children of Israel. Of course, we got stuff that we need to work on, but don't walk around here thinking that you better than somebody else, whether you have a platform or not, or whether your socioeconomics is um, more than somebody else's or whatever it is that you think you have a leg up on somebody else. Remember, the most high does not have favorites. If he sacrificed his one and only begotten son, and I'm going to say it again, one and only begotten son, which is not like Adam, the first son of the earth, because the earth is Adam's mother, okay? Because he was made from the dust of the ground and the spirit of the most high was breathed into him. The one and only begotten son who is Yahshua came straight from Yahshua. So understand that if the most high sacrificed him, what on earth do you think? that the most high going to do to you. This is what I'm saying. And I need you to keep that in your whole mind, in the forefront, in the rear, all over your spirit. Let it round about you. Okay. Let it encompass you. Understand that you have to work at this every day because we are fleshly, even though we are spirit, our little light is um, encompassed by this flesh that is being wooed and being deceived on this earth. It's so many things happening and people are just distracted. If people really understood exactly what was happening spiritually on this earth, they probably wouldn't be able to emotionally handle it. That's how intense this stuff is. It's very intense. Okay. Why do you think everybody thought the prophets was crazy? Because they knew spiritual and physical things. We have no idea what spiritual things. It's just like Yeshua said to Nicodemus. How can I tell you heavenly things when you can't even comprehend earthly things? Earthly things are com um, complicated. Can you imagine spiritually spiritual things? And the prophets knew spiritual things and earthly things. Why do you think they was calling them crazy? Trying to put all this into perspective is very challenging to the mind because it's hard to comprehend without the Ruach. This is what I'm saying. You have to stay humble. That's the only way the Ruach could deal with you. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I ain't no better than nobody else, but I think I'm doing a good job. I mean, I, 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 like I said, I'm, my flesh is not perfect. It always has to fight to be where I need it to be. I want it to be with the most high. I don't care what this flesh um, wants. My spiritual man is going with the most high. Period. And I don't give a damn what my flesh wants. I don't care how many uh, distractions there are outside. Sometimes you just need to sit in a, a room by yourself without no TV, without no stimulation and talk to the most high. Meditate and allow the most high to sup with you. And this is a few times a week. This ain't just two hours on a Saturday. This is what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. You got to get into a certain head space. This is why we keep having all these problems. This is why we can't turn from our wicked ways because we're too damn stupid. And that's going to be a lesson, by the way. Just say. We got to understand this. And I'm only saying it because I care.
Because if I didn't care, I'm going to keep my opinion. I'm going to keep the lessons and I'm going to keep whatever it is to a minimum. Meaning myself and my loved ones. Because that's what I've been doing way before I got this platform. I feel like I'm helping people with this platform. And I am so grateful to the most high that I'm able to. Just saying. So with that little spiel, <laughs> I hope that I still have your attention. And we're going to get on uh, the last few chapters of Two Shemuel. Okay, let me throw on my shady shade shades as in glasses. And I'm going to give you the highlights. Ow. Now, I will be reading from the Amplify, and you know why, but I'll say it again to the new people. Um, the Bible was not written in Old English. However, <laughs> uh, the English version was, the original English version was, was uh, which was the King James Version. Um, and it was in old English and it is so confusing. So, um, if I need to read from there, I will, but I usually go to the Siva with Sifa, which still is in uh, old English, but it gives you more, um, of the closer names of the people rather than regular names that were, uh, not the actual names, <laughs> just saying. So we will be in this um, Amplify and it's just straight old English so you can understand. If there's something that's important that need to be read from the CIFA, I shall do so. Aside from that, I like reading regular English because um, the and thou drives me nuts and it feels like I'm not, I don't know how to read. <laughs> that's how it feels like because it's, I'm listening to myself read and it sounds so crazy. So that's why I try not to read from there. But if I have to, I will, but it's just weird. Um, I never liked it. Anyway, okay, here's the highlights from to Shemuel slash Samuel for those people who didn't know his name was Shemuel. Um, to Shemuel chapter 22, and here's the highlights. Um, verses 1 through 51, David's psalm of thanksgiving for the most high's powerful deliverance and manifold blessings. Um, uh, verse, what is it? Oh, okay. Well, the whole 22 is that psalm. Um, and a psalm is more like a, a poem. A psalm is like a poem and it could be a song. So uh, sometimes they interchange it. They'll say the song of David or they'll say the psalm of David. So that's pretty much uh, a poem. And a lot of times, you know, when you write songs and stuff, they're poetic. So that's what it is. So we're going to read the Psalm of David. And I'm just going to say this, David, the most I love David, honey, so much so that when a new life comes, David is going to have an integral part in it. Uh-huh. David is in the line of the kings. Now, David, as beloved as David was, because you know, Yahshua came from the line of David. As beloved as David was, David still fell short. David still had lust. David still um, broke the commands. David still didn't listen. David still couldn't put his house together. But the Most High loved him. But what did the Most High do? Reprimand David. Because the Most High said he reprimands those that he loves. Can you imagine or think about people who's getting away with literal murder on this earth? Do you really believe spiritually that they just going to die and everything going to be good? No, there's a woe in the Bible that says 
Woe is, well, I'll just say it like this. The Most High says that he reprimands those that he loves. And if he doesn't reprimand you, then you're a bastard. There's a whole lot of bastards running around here that do all kind of wicked, horrible things to people. And they think they're going to die. Some people even confess, confess to the wickedness they do before they die. And guess what happens to them? Because there are books that let you know exactly what happens to wicked people. Uh-huh. Oof. You almost want to get reprimanded here on earth. That's how bad it is. But anyway, I'm going to keep moving. So now we're on this Psalm of David and it is long, honey. This whole Psalm is long. So let me just get to reading. Okay. This is um, David's Psalm of rescue. David spoke the words of this song to the most high when the most high rescued him from the hands of his enemies and from the hands of Shaul. He said, the most high is my rock and my fortress on the mountain and my rescuer, my Yah, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and my horn of salvation, my stronghold, my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I call on the most high who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. I just want you to know how David, oh, well, I would say 90% he relied on the most high because that 10% he was still being a knucklehead. But he relied on the most high and the most high understood that. This is why the most high is shortening the days for the saints because everything is so wicked that it's kind of like swimming in mud. That's what it is. It's like swimming in mud. How on earth are you going to get out of the mud if the most high don't um, shorten the days for you? The devil is the god of this earth and he is a Roman lion seeking who he may devour. If you ain't full at all times, you are fair game to whatever can get into you. Uh-huh. And even if you think you're not wicked, you could be a devil's advocate just for no reason. And I'm gonna tell you what the devil's advocate is. Just that one little thought that would make something um, seem negative. You could say something to somebody and I mean, just always be a quote unquote good person or a kind person. And then something come out your mouth. That's terrible. Or something that is um, critical to people. You know, it's just, we have to be careful at all times. So we see here that uh, the most high, I mean, excuse me, David is always has his eye on the most high. For the most part, I would say, because, you know, there was times he wasn't like when he was on his roof. La -di -da -da -da. Oh, a naked woman. I already told you we still human with all this nonsense going on. So we have to stay full. Back to what I was saying. Verse five for the waves of death come past me. Um, the torments of destruction overwhelmed and terrified me. The cords of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Most High and I cried out to my Yah. And from his temple in the heavens, he heard my voice. My cry for help came into his ears. Then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the heavens trembled. And was shaken because he was angry. Smoke went up out of his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. 
he bowed the heavens also and came down with thick darkness under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew. He appeared upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness canopies around him, a mass of waters, thick clouds of the skies out of the brightness before him. Coals of fire were set aflame. The most high thundered from heaven and the most high uttered his voice. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning and confused them. The channels of the sea appeared. The foundations of the world were uncovered at the rebuke of the most high. At the blast of his breath of his nostrils, he sent from above, he took me. He drew me out of great waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They came upon me in the day of my calamity, but the most high was my support. He also brought me out to an open place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Sorry about that. That was my phone. The Most High has dealt with me according to my righteousness. Mm -hmm. And he's going to deal with you according to your wickedness too. That's why heaven and earth is going to testify against each and every one of us. Because they see everything. Told you they all spirits. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Most High for the most part. And have not acted wickedly against my Yah, for all his judgments were before me. And from his statutes, I did not turn aside. I was also blameless before him and kept myself from wrongdoing. Now that's, that's a little bit of untruth, but okay. Therefore, the Most High has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sight, and with loving and loyal, you shall... And with loving and loyal, that's what it says, you show yourself loving and loyal. With the blameless, you show yourself blameless. With the pure, you show yourself pure. With the perverted, you show yourself astute. Yes, honey, because he going to get you. Uh-huh. And you save the afflicted people. And that's what he's going to do with his children. But your eyes are on the haughty whom a base meaning humiliate for you oh yeah on my lamp the most high illuminates and dispels my darkness for by you i can run upon a troop by my l i can leap over a wall as for you yah his way is blameless and perfect the word of the most high is tested he is a shield to all those who take refuge and trust in him. For who is Yah besides the L? And who is a rock besides our L? Yah is my strong fortress. He sets the blameless in his way. He makes my feet like the doe's feet or the hind's feet because the doe is a female there. He sets me secure and confident on my high places. He trains my hands for war. That's right. Uh-huh. Huh. So that my arms can bend back a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation and your help and gentleness make me great. You enlarge my steps under me. My feet have not slipped. 
I pursue my enemies and destroy them. That's what the most high will do for you. And I did not turn back until they were consumed. I consumed them and shattered them so that they did not rise. They fell under my feet. For you have surrounded me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who stood against me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me in retreat. And I destroyed those who hate me. They took, they, excuse me, they looked, but there was no savior for them. Even to the most high, they looked, but he did not answer them. Understand that. Because those children that are his, oh yes, that's what's going to happen. Because there's a whole bunch of people that call themselves Christians and they killing the children of Israel. And hunting, when they try to go uh, um, pray to whoever it is they praying to, they sure ain't going to get no answer from the most high, the L of the children of Israel, honey. That's what this second coming is about. Ooh, that's what you better know. You better know that. You sure better know that. Okay, don't you forget that. All right, I'm on 43. Then I beat them as small as the dust of the earth. I crushed and stampled them as the Maya of the streets. Mm -hmm. You also have rescued me from the strife of my own people. Listen to this. <laughs> you also, I'm on 44 again. You also have rescued me from the strife of my own people. So I told you the children of Israel, something else. They in a class by themselves. Oof. You have kept me as the threat, excuse me, as the head of the nations. People whom I have not known serve me. Foreigners pretend obedience to me. As soon as they hear me, they obey me. Foreigners lose heart. And I'm going to tell you this. Scriptures say you follow the most highest word. Even your enemies is going to be at peace with you. That's what David's saying. Father, y'all, even my enemies gave me respect. And they do. As all those years that uh, the children of Israel been fighting with the Philistines and the Ammonites and, and, and um, what's this, Ammon and, um, I've got those other ones from um, um, a, um, Abraham's nephew. They've been fighting with them forever. But you in the most high's word, even your enemies is going to be at peace with you. And that's what David is pretty much saying. They come trembling out of their strongholds. The most high lives and blesses be the rock. Blessed be the rock. And exalt me, my Yah, the rock of my salvation. Praise Yah, hallelujah. He is the rock of salvation. It is the most high who executes vengeance for me. Oh, yes, honey. Oh, yes. Can't nobody do you like the most high can. Oh, no, honey. You can't even think of a better way to eliminate you, exterminate you, break you down better than the most high. Uh -huh. He got something for everybody who want to show they behind mm -hmm. and brings down the disciplines of peoples under me who also bring me out of my enemies. You even lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from the violent man. For this, I will give you thanks and praise, O Yah, among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. And David can sing and dance. 
He is a tower of salvation and great deliverance. His king and shows loving kindness to his anointed, to David and his offspring forever. Now, you already know David is in the line of the kings, Yahuda. So if David is saying that, he's talking about Yahuda. Okay? Show your loving kindness to Yahuda, Father Yah. Anoint those in the line of Yahuda. Okay? Ow. Praise Yah. So, you know David is thanking the Most High for his grace and mercy. Because the Most High already knew that David broke some commandments. Several, to be exact. Does that mean the Most High is going to um, kill him off? No. The Most High understands that uh, we as human beings, especially the children of Israel, we cannot live up to the perfection of those laws. But they was not here for the people who were righteous. They were here for the sinners. It says that in the Old Testament. As a matter of fact, in Exodus and um, Leviticus and Deuteronomy, it says that um, you got to live by the laws. And um, the reason why the laws are here is because you're sinners. Now, we have to have some kind of something to um, go by. Meaning, um, if I set rules in the house and you break the rule, it's up to me to find, let you know whether I'm going to spank you or reiterate the rules and forgive you with my grace and my mercy. And that's what the Most High does. So you still do have to listen to the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands because it's in the Old Testament and New Testament. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little piece of this and I'm going to keep saying it. Those New Testament books, because they ain't all supposed to be in one book, went to different parts of different people. Different lands it went to. If it didn't, then it will all just read straight through. Yeshua said in the New Testament, go to the lost sheep. Only one um, apostle went to the Gentiles. And this apostle was smart enough, was savvy enough to go. Because those people who know the scriptures, the Most High said, my my children are stupid. The, the devil's children are smarter than my children. He didn't say it like that, but um, the Gentiles and heathens are smarter than the children of Israel because the children of Israel don't listen and they're not in their um, books to follow the laws and whatever um, commands that the Most High has. If they did, then they would be smarter and more savvy than everybody else. But since they're not and the curses are chasing them down, they're too stupid to understand. So yes, um, um, Yeshua took that Pharisee and made him go out because the Pharisee was smart enough and intelligent enough because a lot of the um, a lot of the um, apostles wasn't educated, but that Pharisee was. I mean, the Pharisees and the Sadducees was. Now, the way that they did things was wicked, but it doesn't mean that they wasn't smart and savvy and educated. They were. The Most High knows exactly what he's doing. Because nobody would listen to Peter and all of them if they went to the Gentiles. Nobody listened to them because remember, the Greeks and all them was there. They searched for knowledge and all this other nonsense, human crap. But the Most High is dealing with people on a spiritual level, and they don't look for that. If you go to the New Testament, you understand that. Uh, the Most High, the, the Most High's children was looking for a sign, and the Greeks and stuff was looking for stuff that made sense. Now, since you were human, you wouldn't know what made sense. 
earthly stuff okay could make sense to you but heavenly stuff trumps earthly stuff but if you don't believe in heavenly stuff where does that leave you so the most high did who is yeshua in the flesh did know exactly what he was doing when Shaul went to the Gentiles because whoever was coming out of the mouth with their mouth as a Gentile Shaul was putting them right back where they need to be okay I'm gonna put you right where you need to be all right I'm gonna put you in your place let me give you a little piece of my mind so you can have some common sense and I'm gonna I'm let you know since you're looking for something you don't even know what the hell you're talking about let me put this in your ear and put you somewhere you need to be this is why a lot of people didn't understand Shaul's writing because he was elevated enough to put you in your place. And that's why the Most High chose him to be the um, the um, apostle to the Gentiles. Now, the children of Israel knew better. It doesn't mean that they listened, but they would listen to somebody like um, Peter, Kepha, who is the rock, by the way. I mean, who is, yes, the rock, who the Most High is going to um, build his church on. Uh-huh. So that's, it's two different things. That's what people need to understand. Those different books and all that. Yes. Um, many of the books that was chosen in the new Testament came from Shaul, but there is a method to Shaul's madness. Cause the most high told him to go out to them. They're sprinkling at that time. Um, it was like, um, after the Maccabean era and all that, when they was having all these wars and then they had those uh, wars between the Romans and the Hebrews, they just call them Hebrews, but the children of Israel, they was um, having those wars. So at that time, everything was broken down. So the most high sent, uh, who was Yeshua in the flesh, sent the 11 to uh, 11 out to all the children that were scattered and that honorary one that the 11 chose. And then he sent this one, Shaul, to the Gentiles. Now, while he was sending them to the Gentiles, there's people that was the children of Israel sprinkled all over the place. So yeah, they was included too. But notice all of the books that Shaul wrote that are in the New Testament, he wrote once to the um to the Hebrews. Now the Hebrews um, message is not like all the rest of the messages. Check them, read them, understand them. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. What he's saying to the Hebrews is not what he's saying to everybody else understand that know that back to what i was saying now we're on chapter 23 here's the highlights uh 23 uh, verses 1 through 5 david in his last words professes his faith in the most high's promises to be beyond sense or experience verses 6 and 7 the different state of the wicked verses 8 through 39 a catalog of david's mighty men now I'm going to explain to you what's going on once we get there. Because there's no way in the world I'm going to say all those names of the mighty men. I'm just going to tell you how many they are. Okay? Because those names, uh-uh, honey, it's like pulling teeth. I ain't going to sit out here and sound like I'm dumb. I'm just going to tell you it was a lot of them. Okay, so now we're on verse 23, David's last song. Now, these are the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, declares the man who was raised on high declares the anointed of the most high of Yaakov and the sweet psalmist of Yasharel. The spirit of the most high spoke by me and his word was on my tongue. The L of Yasharel, the rock of Yasharel spoke to me. He who rules over men righteously, who rules in fear of the most high is like the morning light when the sun rises, a morning without clouds, 
when the fresh grass springs out of the earth through sunshine after rain truly is not my house so blessed with the most high for he has made an everlasting covenant with me and the children of Israel offered in all things and secured for he will not cause to grow and prosper all my salvation and my every wish will he not make it grow and prosper sorry wait my nose is itching it's allergy season Oof, my allergies are really bad hold on excuse me but the wicked and the worthless <clears throat> are all to be thrown away like thorns because they cannot be taken with the hand but the man who touches them must be armed with iron and the shaft of the spear and they are utterly burned and consumed by fire in their place his mighty men these are the names of the mighty warriors whom David has had. Now I'm attempt to do these, but it's a lot of them. Okay, um, Josheb, Basabeth, a Charchamite, chief of the captains, also called Abino or Adino, the N the Ezanite spear because of the 800 men killed by him at one time mm. next to him was Eleazar son of Dodo the son of Ahohai he was one of the three mighty men with David when they taunted and defiled the Philistines assembled there for battle and the men of Israel had gone. Eleazar stood up and struck down the Philistines until his hand was weary and clung to the sword. The Most High brought about a great victory that day. The people turned after him only to take the spoil of the slain. Next to Eleazar was Shammah, the son of Agi or Agi. The Hararatite. Har yeah. The Philistines were gathered into an army where there was a plot of ground full of lentils, and the people of Yasharel fled from the Philistines. But he took his stand in the center of the plot and defended it and struck down the Philistines. And the Most High brought about a great victory. Mm hmm. Uh, vengeance is the Most High. Then three of the 30 chief men went down and came to David at the harvest time in the cave of Adullam, while an army of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold and the garrison of the Philistines was then in Bethlehem. And David had a craving and said, Oh, that someone will give me a drink from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. So three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew the water. We did read that from the well of Bethlehem by the gate and carried and brought it to David. But he would not drink it, mm -hmm, but poured it out 
in worship of the most high praise yeah and he said far be it from me oh yeah that i should drink this it is not the same as the blood of the men who went and risked their lives so he would not drink it these things the three mighty men did now abishai the brother of joab the son of zeruah the chief of the 30 he wielded his spear against 300 men and killed them and gained a reputation beside the three. He was the most honored of the 30. So he became the commander. However, he did not attain the greatness of the three. But then Benaiah, the son of Jeroidia, the son of a valiant man of Kabzeel, who had done many notable acts, killed two famous war warriors in Moab. Oh yeah, the Moabites. Ammonites and Moabites. That's what I meant to say when you, um, in the will of the Most High, even your enemies will be at peace with you. Um, which the children of Israel is always fighting, the Moabites and the Ammonites, which are their distant cousins, by the way. Just saying. He also went down and killed a lion in the middle of the pit on a snowy day. And he killed an Egyptian, someone from Mizraim, an, impress, an impressive and handsome man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand, but Benaiah went down to him with a club, snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand, and killed the man with his own spear. These things Benaiah, the son of Joahida, did and gained a reputation beside the three mighty men. He was honored among the 30, but he did not attain the greatness of the three. David appointed him over the guard. Now, there were many other um, men that were mighty men that walked with David. And there were 37 in all. No, I'm not going to read them all because these names... I'm not going to be saying, standing here saying them out. It's 33 in all. Now we're going back to um, the highlights of chapter 24. And um, uh, verses 1 through 4 is David is tempted by Satan again. Forces Joab to number the people. Um, verses five through nine, the captains in nine months and 20 days bring a muster of 1,300,000 fighting men. It says 1,300,000. ,000. I don't get it, but okay. 10 through 14, David, <laughs> excuse me, repents. <coughs> and having three plays um, pronounced by the most high chooses three days pestilence 15 through 17 after the death of the three score and 10 men that's 70 men excuse me three score and 10,000 70,000 David by prayer prevents the destruction of Jerusalem 18 through 25 David by Yah's direction purchases Arunas Ar let me pronounce that name Aranas Aranas, where is it? Threshing floor, where having sacrificed the plague stays. Arana is his name. Okay. 
the census taken. Now again, the anger of the Most High burned against Yasharel. When is the anger of the Most High going to stop? When we turn from our wicked ways and repent, that's when it's going to stop. Because the Most High is sick and tired of us. I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't. It's just too exhausting. Children of Israel always do too much. They just do too much. Too much of what they shouldn't be doing. That's what they're doing. It's just too much. They do too much of what they shouldn't be doing and not enough of what they should be doing. This is the nonsense. Everything is backwards. So I'm going to read it again. He incited David against them to say, go, count the people of Yasharel and Judah. So the king said to Joab, to the commander of the army who was with him, go now through all the tribes of Yasharel from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south and conduct the census of the people so that I may know the number of the people. And Joab said to the king, may the most high your L add to the people a hundred times as many as there are and let the eyes of my Lord, the king see it. But why does my lord the king want to do this thing nevertheless the king's word prevailed against joab and the commanders of the army so they went from the king's palace to take the census of the people of yasharel they crossed over the Jordan and camped in orar on the south side of the city which is in the middle of the river valley of the arnon toward gad and toward Jazar. Then they came to Gilead into the land of Tatim, Tatim, Hodeshi. And they came to Dan Jane, J A A N, and around the Sidon. And they came to the stronghold of Taya and to all the cities of the Hivites and the Canaanites. And they went out to the south of Yahuda to Beersheba. So when they had gone about through all the land, taking the census, they came to Jerusalem. And at the end of the nine months and 20 days, and Joab gave the sum of the census of the people to the king. In Israel, there was 800,000 valiant men who drew the sword. And the men of Yahuda was 500,000. But David's heart, his conscience, troubled him after he had counted the people. David said to the Most High, have I sinned greatly in what I have done? Oh, but now, oh, Yah, please take away the sin of your servant, for I have acted very foolishly. Now I'm going to say this. You see how David is humble? David knows when he's wrong, not with his family, but when he's in hot war with, with the most high, you see how humble he is. He don't go and just get haughty and be like, oh, well, I don't know what's going on. Let's figure out what we're going to do later. No, he goes to the most high and say, you know what? I messed up. I messed up. What can I do to make it better? Father, yeah. that's how we need to be. And there's, unfortunately, there's a lot of men that don't do that. There's a lot of men, especially in um, the children of Israel. They never do that. You will never catch them being humble. They'll always have an excuse or something to say to make them not wrong. <laughs> anyway, I, you know, Peter is the, uh, the perfect example of how the children of Israel are, especially the men. Now, I'm not jumping on the men, but a lot of times it's them. I'm not saying the women ain't hell raises. 
They are too. But a lot of time it's the men. It's that testosterone, honey. It's nasty and ugly. It get real ugly at times. And the most high got to humble everybody. Most of the time it's them. Moving on. When David got up in the morning and the word of the most high came to the prophet Gad, David see us saying, go and stay, go and say to David, thus saith the most high, I am giving you three choices. Because David know he was wrong. Three choices. Now, I know you can't be saying, what did he do wrong? <laughs> we didn't read this last week. Go back and listen to the last couple of weeks that David been showing his behind. So now he got three choices, the most high said, because yeah, you did do wrong. Yes, he humbly went to the most high said, what did I do wrong, y'all? Even though he knew. Most high said, you got three choices. I'm getting ready to read the choices. Select one for yourself and I will do it for you. Let me tell you something. It's a hint and a half and a blessing that you get to choose your own reprimand. It's kind of like if you lived in the South, when your mother or your father or your auntie or somebody over you knew you was bad and they told you to go pick that switch. Go get that switch over there so I can whoop you. At least they give you the choice to get the switch. <laughs> Even though you know you're going to get it, at least they gave you that choice to get that switch. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Gad came to David and told him, and said to him, shall seven years of famine, this is choice one, come to you in your land? Or will you flee three months before your enemies? These are the choices. This is choice number two. Famine is choice number one. Fleeing your enemies is choice number two. Or will you flee your enemies as they pursue you? And here's choice number three. Hold on. Or will there be three days of pestilence in your land? Now, let me tell you something. A lot of times when they're seers, a.k.a. prophets, they when woe is coming, when when reprimand is coming down the line, they would, they would say either war, pestilence, or famine. Them three. War, pestilence, or famine. You're going to get one of them. One of them you shall get. Yes, when the Most High send uh, the prophet, when there's going to be a war, uh, when there's going to be war in the land, meaning uh, somebody get ready to get something, you get ready to get reprimanded, is either war, pestilence, or uh, what did I say? Famine. Famine, war, pestilence. Mm -hmm. That's how it comes. And that's how it's going to be now. Getting back to what I was saying. Now consider this and decide what answer I shall return to him who sent me. Now, the seer, D Gad, get it? Yeah, the seer Gad is telling David this. The most high is going to let you pick your switch. Mm-hmm. Choose wisely. Now, David has to choose because David sinned. Now, I want you to listen to what I'm getting ready to say because it's important. This is also in the Shepherd of Hermas, and it's also with weaved in and out of the Bible. With the children of Israel, and the second children of Israel first in the Old Testament, children of Israel and the second flock in the New Testament, and how uh, people are with their house, the head of household. When the head of household do wrong, everybody gonna get it. 
and it and the shepherd of Hermas, that's what it says. Um, Hermas uh, was acting uh, wickedly towards um, the person that they called the church, which was actually the assembly, by lusting because he was married. So the wickedness came upon the whole house because he was the head. I already told you it's important to assemble. That's what the most high want the children to do. The honorary flock and the original branches. Turn from your wicked ways and assemble. So David messed up. So now everybody's getting it. So the most high sent Gad to go over there. Tell David, because the most high didn't have to do that. That's how he loved David, but you I'm, I'm you gonna pick your switch, David. Mm-hmm. I'm the father, I'm your daddy. Go pick your switch. And not only if you gonna get it. The whole house going to get it because y'all are all one bride. That's what you need to understand. When one mess up, everybody mess up. Uh-huh. And for those people who still can't receive that, and I'm talking to the children of Israel only, when you find out somebody got killed some for no reason anywhere in the United States, what do we all do? We all mourn. Why? Because those are our brothers and sisters. We are meant to be our brother's keeper. Anything else is a lie. I'm telling you, and this goes for the old original branches, the children of Israel and the honorary flock, because there's Gentiles that's in the honorary flock, honey. Some of them Gentiles going to be fighting right there next to you. This is how it's going to be. This is how it's supposed to be. Now I'm getting back to this. The most high is saying, choose your switch, David. Famine, pestilence, or war. Because you're going to get it. Okay. Then David said to Gad, I'm in great distress. Let us fall into the hands of the most high for his mercies are great, but do not let me fall into the hands of man. I'm going to tell you what that means. The most, um, David knows that the most high is merciful. Even though he's going to reprimand him, he knows he's merciful. He knows that man is ruled by the devil and the devil wants to eradicate every last one of them. Even, wait, every last one of us even his own children. Remember what I say and don't ever forget. The devil doesn't like flesh. In the beginning, before the devil even had children, he ain't like no human flesh. He said it in the beginning. Book of Jassa, um, Book of Adam and Eve, Cave of Treasures. He said he don't like flesh and he's not worshiping it. After he tempted Eve and they, they fell, Adam and Eve fell, um, Genesis 3 14 through 16 says that the devil's children is going to be at war with the most high's children from Genesis until now that's what's happening so I'm telling you David said I'd rather be reprimanded by the most high than the devil so that's what he's saying and I'm gonna read it again David said I am in great distress let us fall into the hands of the most high for his mercies are great, but don't let me fall in the hands of the devils, which is the wickedness of men. So the most high sent the pestilence, which is a plague to last three days upon Yasharel, which is Israel from the morning until the appointed time, the, and, and 70,000 men of the people of Dan to Bathsheba died, 70,000. You're not going to play with the most high. That's why I always say that. You're not going to mess with the most high. You could go on thinking whatever you want to. The most high is the moon and we ain't nothing but the doors. I'm just saying. 
in the grand scheme of things, you're not going to mess with the most high, baby. You are not going to mess with the most high because the most high is going to get his way in the heavens above and earth below. From the micro amoeba that's on this earth to the biggest thing that could ever be, you're not going to play with the most high. And the angels in the heavens, you're not going to play with the most high. And the devils in the firmament, you're not going to play with the most high. You're not going to play with the most high. Okay? He's the alpha and the omega. You're not going to play with him. The father of spirits, the father of all spirits. You're not going to play with the most high. That's what you're not going to do. And David understands this. So like I said, 70,000 people died from the pestilence. That was a plague. Could have been any plague. Who knows? Some kind of sickness came and just took over. Anyway, when the avenging angel, because that's who brings it, the avenging angel, tch, most high got himself on heaven's armies, honey, they ain't playing. They coming with all kinds of stuff. When the avenging angel stretched out his hand towards Jerusalem to destroy it, the most high relented from the disaster and said to the angel who destroyed the people, it's enough. <laughs> he got him right there. Now relax your hand. This is what he telling the angel. And the angel of the most high was by the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jesbite. And David saw the angel who, listen, because this is, see, David had to be a special man. David had to be a special man in order to see this angel because we don't see angels only if they want us to, because there are angels walking down here. Say that in the New Testament. That's why you got to be good to people. And you know, people ain't listening. That's why heaven and earth going to testify against them. Back to what I was saying. When David saw the angel who was striking down the people, he spoke to the most high, spoke with him. I'm saying with him, not to him, because you ain't going to talk to the most high. Okay. You're going to be humbly, come humbly to the most high. He spoke with the most high and said, behold, I alone am the one who sinned and did wrong. But these sheep who are the people of Israel, what have they done to deserve this? Please let your hand only be against me and my father's house. That's what David said to save his brethren. Is he not his brother's keeper? Yes, he understands that. I already told you he's of good character. There's not that many people that's walking on this earth right now are of good character. Humble, meek. Got thick skin, they ain't got no thin skin. You ain't gonna be getting them puffed up for no reason. No, David understands this. Is he perfect? No, but he's walking in the will of the most high to the best of his ability. That's what he's doing. Then Gad the prophet came to David that day and said to him, Go up and set up an altar to the most high on a threshing floor of Arnua, the Jezbite, where you saw the angel. So David went up according to Gad's word as the most high commanded Arnua looked down and saw the king and his servants crossed over toward him. And he went down and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Arnua said, why has my Lord, the king come to his servant? And David said to him, he don't even know that he was about to get killed. And David said, buy the threshing floor from you, to buy the threshing floor from you, to build an altar to the most high, so that the plague may be held back from the people. 
Arnua said to David, let my Lord, the King take up the offer, whatever seems good to him. That means he did. Hey, whatever you want to give me, I, you want to give me a shilling, I'll take it. Look, there are oxen for the burnt offering and the threshing sledges and yokes of the os ox oxen for the wood. All of this, O king, Arnua gives to the king. And Arnua said to the king, may the Lord, oh, I thought he was talking about David. May the most high your L be favorable to you. You know, they keep saying Lord and the most high is not no Lord. By the king, but the king said to Arnua, no, but I will certainly buy it from you for a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the most high, my L, which costs me nothing. This, let me, <clears throat> oh, I don't want to lose my voice, but I'm going to tell you this. Understand what David said. I'm going to bring it to the forefront of your mind. If David would have gave, if Arnua would have gave David this land to sacrifice for the Most High, the Most High would have been pissed simply because he's coming after David. It's not for nobody else to give nothing else. It's for David to do. So David came out of his pocket, whatever need to be, because it's going to be on David. It ain't going to be on nobody else. So that's what we need to understand. We need to understand that too. And there are several circumstances in the scriptures, just like when um, Abraham, Abraham and Yaakov, when they purchased land and somebody wanted to give it to them for free, uh-uh, I'm going to pay for it because it's going to be on me. That's what you need to understand. It's not always good taking stuff free from people when you got to do certain things, especially when it comes down to the most high. And David understood that too. Arnua said, oh yeah, I'm going to give it to you. No, I got to buy it. And he bought it. That's how it is. So David purchased the threshing floor. And I'm going to say this too, because Arnua was about to get threshed down by the angel. Avenging angels get ready to tear him up right there at his neck. And David saw it and David pleaded for Anua's life and then bought the, um, bought the, uh, that plot, plot of land from Anua and made a sacrifice on it. David, it was David response, David's responsibility to do that. And he did. Okay. So David purchased the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. David built an altar to the most high there and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings so that the Most High was moved to compassion by David's prayer for the land and the plague was held back from Yasharel. Now, I'm going to say this. It's going to be much more stuff that David's going to have to go through. Because even if we in the most, um, and we walk in to the best of our ability in the will of the Most High, there will be pitfalls. From everybody, simply because you down here. Remember, sin was here before you. Sin gonna be here after you until the Most High gets rid of it, okay? The heaven and earth is gonna pass away. That's when the Most High gonna get rid of all the rest of the sin. The last thing that's gonna be done away with is death. That's why Yeshua came down here. I didn't say it 500 gazillion times. There's several reasons why the, um, the Most High sent Yeshua down here. Not just, oh, yeah, I'm just coming, come down here and I'm going to hold people's hand. Woo, 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 I'm going to save them. No, that's not how it works. So if you're being taught that, you are fooled, honey. My suggestion is get in these scriptures and see for yourself. Do not 
make put your life in somebody else's hands by going to church and just letting them read out what they want you to read because the only thing you getting right now is breakthrough and 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 favor and all that other nonsense you need to get in here and find out exactly what's going on and what you need to be doing with your walk with the most high everybody's walk is individual and also collective as the children of israel and the new flock aha uh -huh. that's why i always say know who you are and who you belong to that's important that phrase is important okay know who you are is individualized know who you belong to is collective understand that know that now i'm done with this lesson and I hope that you learn something. Again, I hope that you learn something every day that you um, click onto one of my lessons, whether it be the scriptural jewel, the daily lesson, a um, guest lesson. I hope it all edifies you. And I hope that it gives you the zeal to go to those scriptures and find your father so he can sup with you. With that, I said, I hope you enjoy your family. I hope you enjoy your Shabbat. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word, Cliff Note, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed and it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.